0: Welcome to the Primetime Review Podcast. My name is Dan.
1: And my name is Brian. This is episode 80 for August 21st, 2022.
0: This is the podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows that we like, and hopefully you will too.
1: If you want to send us some feedback, Dan, have you checked it yet? You can hit us up at theptrshow at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at theptrshow. Did I say it slow enough? So no. I check.
0: <laughs> I was like, "Dang it!" <laughs> I didn't
1: call check. Sure. Uh, I was like, "Let me say it kind of slow and buy a little bit of time," and didn't I say it slow enough?
0: No, no. I got excited here. I thought we, I thought, I thought we had one, but no, it was a spam. Yeah, I want to collaborate with you. Yeah. No. Okay. Nobody loves us still. Mm-mm. We're at 80 people. Come on. How We've done 80 shows and we still have, what, five listeners?
1: <laughs> we gotta say more controversial stuff then.
0: I guess so. We need, we need to take this thing X-rated or something.
1: I thought that me saying I've never Jeez. seen some of the movies that, like,
0: um... Yeah, for real. That?
1: Like, like, some of those movies that I've, I've yet to watch, like, what, what, what was that Chevy Chase movie? Vacation. Uh, Vacation. I thought that was going to be possibly controversial enough that people were like, start writing in, and be like, how can you guys do a Don't entertainment guess. show without even watching classics like that?
0: Crazy. Craziness. Craziness, people. All right. Let's get into it. TV shows watched. Mm hmm uh i watched about an episode of umbrella academy um this one kind of got pushed to the side on things and and then it's one i always forget about uh stranger things got through two episodes of stranger things so now we're on i believe um, well we're almost done either almost done with episode three or or we're on episode four of season four so we're getting heavy you guys got into. Don't spoil um, nothing. Don't, the, don't spoil
1: nothing. The labs yet? Have you gone to the lab? No. I don't no. know what you're talking about.
0: Just don't no. spoil
1: nothing. The lab. The, 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 the we tank. We have
0: not. No. The tank. No. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. So don't spoil nothing.
1: No. Everybody dies. Ha.
0: Ha. Okay, uh, <laughs> Master Chef Junior. Me and me and the kids hop back on that for a little bit. I saw a couple episodes of that. Big Bang Theory. I watched one episode of that. Got one more in. I think I'm, I think I'm still on like season eight though, and I okay. think there was ten or twelve.
1: Season? Oh, so getting close.
0: I think so. Yeah, because yeah, I'm at the part now where. Uh, Penny and what's his name are married Leonard Leonard are married and they just started well they they tried to move out and they ended up deciding they're still going to stay ahead at the apartment a couple nights a week so (laughs) um barbecue USA my 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 summer summer fixation I think it's done because the last Mm -hmm. one was a big one they had a lot of big name people on there I'll know. I'll know tomorrow night It comes on Monday nights. But I think that shows done watched all that. That was good. Is Enjoyed that it. show
1: like dangerous to watch because of just like
0: how oh, it much makes you so hungry? Well, <laughs> if yeah. I see a barbecue place right now, I will go nuts. I'll be like,
1: I want everything. Oh, or, but like so. So, OK, let me ask you this. Like like, is a show that wants you to make stuff or makes you want to buy stuff from a restaurant. Both. Okay,
0: and it makes me want to learn how to cook my own brisket,
1: (laughs) right? Right, right, right.
0: Yeah, I want to get a smoker and start trying to cook brisket, but then I think about how expensive brisket is, and I'm like, maybe not. And And a smoker, what a waste!
1: And a smoker is not cheap, too, right?
0: Ah, you could, I mean, you could get a cheap smoker. There's a dude, there's a guy on YouTube, I can't remember his name. And he he does tests, like he'll go he'll go to Home Depot and buy like the cheapest smoker you can find there for like a hundred, fifty bucks. And he'll he'll cook some brisket magic on that thing and be like, man, mm. nah, it's not the greatest brisket I've ever cooked, but it, it's pretty good. So yeah, like, so eh. so it's a dangerous show because a
1: it'll make you want to go buy equipment to do what you gotta do, and then you gotta buy a lot of meat, well, you know, like that's, right.
0: Well, that's the thing with this show, Barbecue USA. Now, I, I get it. Most of these people have jobs; they probably work four days a week, at right. Yeah. Because um, you got to figure they they they're traveling state to state on the weekends, so you know maybe maybe they travel Friday, cook all day Saturday, leave Sunday. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, or they're they're leaving Thursday afternoon evening, coming back Sunday. I don't know. Anyways. But if you if you aren't if you aren't in the tops, you're not winning consistently. Now there's pe- there's people on here said that they they're in forty some competitions a year, so you figure forty some weekends out of fifty two. That's a lot. That that that's every weekend of your year. That's a lot of meat you're buying. That's a lot of cost to you know keep your smoker and trailer and all that because a lot of them pull a trailer, you know. So i don't know man that's that's an expensive thing to get into if you're trying to do like this whole every weekend thing so what's
1: what's their end game though are they in it to be a competitive sport or are they in it because they want to do a restaurant and be like hey look at all the awards i have on my wall
0: well that's the thing so some of them are in it for the you know Bragging rights to say, "Hey, I I won this one. I'm the best. I did better than everybody else," and some are in it for for the money you get out of it. I mean, some of the competitions, if you go to it, you could walk out of there with you know thirty thousand. But oh, okay. But most of the time, like on this show, the very last episode had like it was like a lot of the it had it had two people. Let's put it this way: it had two people on the show competing. That I've seen have their own shows on the Food Network, right? So they've done their own barbecue shows on the Food Network, right? So they were competing, and I think in that one, no one won more than ten, fifteen thousand. So I'm like, and this was like the the like grand finale or whatever of the circuit for the year. I Think so. I don't know if this show was recorded last year. I'm thinking the show was recorded like last year and then they put it out this summer, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know, I, I, I don't know overall, but I don't know. But yeah, yeah, other people, a lot, most people are in it just for the bragging rights. A lot of people already have restaurants, oh, okay? Right? Okay, so yeah, so a lot of them already have restaurants, but like so, the one guy on there who was going for it all. I can't think of his first name. His last name is Mixon. He's he's won over 200 and some grand championships,
1: Ooh, right? Okay.
0: Over like 30, 40 years of barbecuing. So, it you know, it's just like he's he you know he's got a team of like 30 people to barbecue. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's it's weird. So. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah so so it seems like they already have a restaurant they already have the ways to buy the meat and they know how to like prep for it and now they're doing it so that they can promote the restaurant somehow and also it's for like you know commercial purposes for them as well too Some, some, some,
0: some, yeah. So, and they say that in the beginning of the show, you know, some are here for the money, some are here for the, for the, you know, bragging rights or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it it varies from team to team. And that was the thing with the show, is each week it followed a different, like three, usually it was like four different teams. And there weren't the same teams competing at every competition, right? So they were just traveling from state to state, going to different competitions. That's cool. and usually the competition, you know, go coincide with like a fair or something like that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so, and I so so I thought these were kind of guys that are doing it as a weekend thing, and they have you know um yeah, uh, um um, and and they're doing it for fun. But I didn't know they're
0: like pros doing it. No, they're like the they're like pros. Them. It's mostly them that are like pros. There was one there was one of them that they went to that had it had its had a pro competition, and then it had like a backyard barbecue competition. Right. So, like, you or me who've only, you know, maybe been in three or four competitions or something, you know, we can go and show up with our little Weber.
1: A little uh, little setup right? Yeah, (laughs) right.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And they're looking at us like, what is the guy doing?
0: But I'm telling you right now, like, the only barbecue place we have around here is Famous Days. And that's, you know, a go-in, sit-down restaurant. Mm -hmm. You know, if there was a little place that I could just go in and say, give me a brisket sandwich or give me, you know... Give me a, you know this, and I don't want to just go to like Applebee's and say give me some ribs because that's not ribs. Oh man, you know like,
1: don't there was like a real barbecue side.
0: place around here, dude. Oh, I would like, be going. To... I know you got a lot up by you. I have none down here other oh, than man. My days. Dangerous over here, yeah. dangerous. So I'm just like God. I want some barbecue,
1: dude. Like you know when you go downtown at
0: work. No even there though there is it like the food truck i keep going by the food trucks every every time i'm in at work and i'm just like where's the barbecue where's the barbecue
1: i mean there is a good placement around you know midtown but, but besides the point but yeah 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 it's a it's yeah.
0: a it, we're getting sidetracked about barbecue
1: right. <laughs> um but yeah it's a it's a dangerous show to watch
0: yeah 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 so um all right let's move on uh and then the last <laughs> one i got on here before we well, before you talk about what you watched and then what we both watched, uh, Roswell, New Mexico. Um, so I was trying to catch up on this because I was like six episodes behind. So I what was it? We had off Friday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Friday I'm home and I was up early before the kids got up. So I started watching this show and my kids came out and I was like, oh, this is, you know, on regular TV. So it shouldn't be too bad for them. So I kind of left it on until, you know, I, I always play the game. Let's see how long I can watch something before my kids complain like, Dad, hey, we want to watch cartoons or, you know, whatever. Uh, or the next Disney show, whatever. And so I left it on and they didn't complain. And they mm-hmm. and then and then also they're like, well, so so who's this person? And so I'm telling them and then I'm like, well, they're an alien. And they're like, they're an alien. I'm like, yeah. And they got kind of their interests were piqued. Next thing I know, they watched like three episodes with me.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> And we got pretty much, I think we have We have to still finish the last episode we were behind on. And then there's only two more episodes left, I think, two, maybe three, to this season. And this is the final season that's being played over the summer. So then they were like, well, Dad, Dad, this is the fourth season. We got to go back and watch the first three seasons in the beginning of the... F-. I said, no, we're not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but... Um, they got into this show all of a sudden wrapped up into it. And my one daughter found out it's based off of like teenage novels. So now I think she's going to start looking into those and yeah, (laughs) but anyhow, so that that's caught fire this past Friday in my household and we burned through like, or I burned through like four or five episodes easy. Um, so yeah. So other than that, there's, I know two things you and me both watched, but what, uh, what you've been, Oh, you got a question?
1: Yeah I do have a question Go for it I really thought that there's a show That's going to be listed on this f- Between you and your family That you might have watched But I guess you didn't watch um, On Disney Plus She-Hulk
0: You know what The plan was to watch it last night Because we weren't sure if uh, The wife would want to watch it Oh okay So we kind of were holding off to see If she wanted to watch it And so we kind of mentioned it and she was like ah Maybe so we were we were gonna watch it last night as a family, and and we started doing things around the house, and next thing we knew, it was too late, and we we're like, no, we'll have to save it for another night. Actually, so t- tonight may be the night we watch that, we're not sure yet. So I
1: really thought that you guys would have been on that.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it. I mean, it's it's definitely on me and the kids' list. Um, we just we're trying to see if 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 mom's gonna be in on it or not. So ah, uh. yeah. All right. What about you, Brian? What you been watching? <clears throat> I so I finished out
1: Westworld. Um, it was a great. It's pretty. It's a overall. It's one of the better seasons out of it's the done? four or five. Oh no, no. There's one. What oh.
0: for the season? Yes, it's done. Oh, that's what I mean. The fourth season's done. How
1: many yes, episodes in, were there? Uh, ten, or is it thirteen?
0: Somewhere I, around there. I think it
1: was ten. But or, didn't you know, these
0: get released week by week? Ten or eight. Sorry, ten or eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a week be, by a week. It doesn't seem like we've been talking about it that much.
1: Um, but it's one of the better seasons. Uh, there were some twists and turns at every step of the way, in, in like around midpoint and then to the end. It's been it's it's been one of the better seasons, and the good thing about this show, compared to some of the other shows, is that they don't mind killing off characters and that you think that oh wow um these are like staples within the westworld family um but but because they are it, it, it is a show about robots about androids and and stuff like that nobody's really truly gone i mean yeah they kill yeah. them off in the show but they can but they have enough resources within the show enough story to be like oh hey they're bringing it back but now that person's an android or a robot or whatever um but overall this show season four has has redeemed themselves because season two season three people typically criticize those that are not as good as season one and 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 there's a lot of talk about the shows going downhill yada 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 um season four has redeemed himself and and, and it's been one heck of a season to watch. So if if folks are kind of on the fence about going back to Westworld because of how season two or three played out, I I would highly recommend season four and give it a shot. And then and then and because it's that good.
0: Yeah, I've heard this season was supposed to be really really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the other show I watched. So I think the last time we, we recorded our last episode, I was talking about, uh, I finished off Sandman. Really good show. Last night, this weekend, they released an extra episode. Um, and it's a two-part episode where they talk about two different stories. Uh, one is more like an animated or graphic and the part two is a live action and talks about two different stories within the Sandman uh, universe. It's phenomenal. Uh, this show, I mean, there's no action in the show. It's all drama. It's one of those better shows that I, I think, I'm really interested in. I mean, like, it's, to me, it's one of the better Netflix shows in 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 the Netflix library. So. Uh, if you if those are um, familiar with the graphic novel of um, of Colopy and also for oh man I'm going to butcher this, uh, it's a cat story. They did an amazing job on this latest episode, and this episode is like a one hour long episode split into two parts. Um, it's a great episode. I was so excited when I heard that it came out with with episode 11. Talking about these two uh, two different storylines, um, so burning through that really quickly. that was amazing, and 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 glad they are keeping up with the show. Hopefully, they can sign off on season two of Salmon soon, and and and, and they can get right along in production. Hmm. Um, the third show that I watch on 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 HBO Max is the one that you and I watch. I have a little bit more invested interest in it because I'm a big fan of the team that they're following. And it is the hard knocks on HBO and they're following our local team, the Detroit lions led by the crazy coach, Dan Campbell. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've been, I've been watching this one. I I mean, it's not that I'm not vested in, I'm just not as heavily invested in as you.
1: I, so you are more of a, um, a uh, Carolina Panthers fan. Yep. Whereas I'm um, the local Detroit Lions fan. Um. So so the the hard knocks, which I've never thought that they will follow a Lions team because we're it's not crazy. really good. It's right. Crazy. Because they follow like
0: they usually big follow the, they usually follow big teams that have just come off Super Bowls or or got close or right. you know are, are on the cusp of making a comeback i mean they followed the browns a couple times once or twice i think they followed the buccaneers before a lot of them, a lot of them they you know actually it does make sense that, that they're following the Lions because they actually do follow teams that are expected to have big things come about which the Lions this year do have big expectations
1: or like they follow big branding big brand teams like the cowboys with, with
0: right with very
1: high value brand or like uh, um a location um for example florida where they where they can do a lot of miami things or florida beach things yeah, yeah. um and and i would expect that they'd be following the vegas team or like like you say the rams team that did that 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 just won a super bowl yep not a lions team that hasn't won squat in 30-40 years i don't know i, I lost count. Uh, six, 60 70 so that, yeah it's been a while since the 50s and <laughs> i think since the 50s and i think the reason they're following the lions is because we have this amazing
0: crazy coach and yeah. and
1: and
0: well and they won what three games <laughs> right bad. it sounds bad to say but they won three games it's like whoa <laughs> they with won three the team games that in a they season in like years
1: with the team that they had um there's a lot of upside, so I think that's why they're following them. And I think the biggest upside, I, I mean, like, it's just not just Dan Campbell, but all the other assistant coaches. Those guys are a character within themselves. Uh, I can't, I can't get enough of all the coaches. I mean, from Dan Campbell being like uh, this motivational speaker kind of, kind of guy, to 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 all the assistant co- coaches is just 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 yapping at it on the sideline, it just cracks me yeah. up every single time.
0: Juice Daly, that dude's trip.
1: But yeah, him and uh, was it was uh, a defensive coordinator coach. Uh, Glenn, Aaron, Glenn. Aaron Glenn. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Those guys chirping at it on a sideline. Oh, it gets me rolling every single time. I'm yeah. like, I like these guys are on a different
0: level Yeah. Yeah. of trash talk. And it's not that I'm a hater. I grew up a Lions fan, just I then moved away from the state of Michigan and at that point figured I'd. Go with a new team, and happened to be in North Carolina when they started, so I I converted, and I've at least got to go to two Super Bowls. I haven't won a Super Bowl, but at least got to go to two Super Bowls. So, okay, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't think anybody who does listen, even if they're from Michigan, is gonna blame me for for going with a new team. So. You mean we go with the
1: good and the bad.
0: Yeah. I have to I have been too since 95. <laughs> <But> <laughs> before 95 I was always with the bad with the lies. Yeah. All, right. All right. All right. All right. Uh moving on so the last show we both mm-hmm. watched it's the series finale better call Saul. Wow. The show's done. Done. Um I did. I do have to say, I liked. <laughs> I got to give AMC some credit because they, at one commercial break, I think it was one of the last ones too. They said, "Are you missing uh, Bob Odenkirk? Are you missing oh, Giancarlo? Man. Whoever? Well, you can catch them on these new AMC shows, and they're both coming out on new AMC shows. And guess what? I thought, hmm, I better check those out when they come out. So, um, I think both of them are next year, though. Yeah. So, uh. I, Overall, what did you think of the ending? I think it was a
1: safe ending.
0: It was it was a safe. It was very um, safe, not
1: controversial. They it's kind of like a textbook. Okay. Um, They. Because of how much. Hate some of the latest show ending have been. um, Case in point, Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. uh, That got a lot of backlash and on this one they went safe in 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 textbook so um so i think they it's it's uh, on par of what people expected
0: yeah uh, and and we should say spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet although it's been out over a week now it's been the big talk of most of the tv world i guess you can say so if you're keeping up with it you've already seen it uh, especially by the time this episode comes out So um, What did you think So so this whole show is, The last six seasons Has been a prequel to Breaking Bad mm-hmm. Up until These last what three Four episodes I think it's been At least three episodes I don't know if it was four Then they started Doing a lot of present day What's going on with Saul Goodman since after Breaking Bad. And and how was he gonna deal? Now they always did a little bit, especially each season, especially in the beginning and end of the season, they do little snippets and kind of they did them in black and white. And that's how you knew it was present day, which was kind of weird because normally you'd get color for present day, black and white for the past. But this one, since it was a prequel, they did color for prequel and then black and white for the you know present day stuff. That coming uh, up far that coming up our a lot. Right. Yeah, and uh, they would always do a little bit like beginning of the season and a little bit at the end of the season of present day Saul. And then all of a sudden, here with three, th- three or four episodes left, they started doing like full episodes based on nothing but present day stuff. So, like, we got to see what Kim was up to now. We got to see, um, they actually did show you because it did like a time jump. It did like, what was it, six months or was it a year time jump? In the show, in the prequelness of the show, I guess you could say, from the time that Kim left and said, I'm out of here, I'm gone. And then all of a sudden it jumped ahead so many months to where he became Saul that got involved with the guys from Breaking Bad. So then you got to see the time gap there where Kim actually did come back and they got divorced. Um, He kind of blew her off, pretended like he was this great guy now and he didn't really care that she was divorcing him and so on and so forth. Um, you got to see more, she, she actually met Jesse Pinkman at one point. Um, yeah, so there were, those were, there was a lot of cool different scenes there, but then it goes into, and you see Kim today and what she was doing today, which really wasn't much of anything. She was trying to get away and just lead a normal, regular life. Uh, you got to see him, you know, being the Cinnabon guy, losing it and going back to the con man life because, mm-hmm. You know, we, you just realize that's what he is. That's how he is. He, he can't stop that or be away from that. Um, and then you get to see the whole ending where he, he basically gets caught, <laughs> and you see what happens to him and how he ends up. And so,
1: yeah, and in, in, in the way he got caught, it's really telling too because he just he's stuck in a trash can. He he got caught in a trash can.
0: Well, oh, yeah. a dumpster, a dumpster. Sorry. Yeah, a dumpster. dumpster. dumpster but you yeah, got, you got, so here's the thing. He took his con and he took it too far, right? If he would have just stopped and said, OK, yep, this one's not going to work. We'll come back to it. He would have never gotten in trouble. He would have never had people come after him to begin with. He would have never had issues with the Carol Burnett lady, uh, the the role that Carol Burnett played on these last few episodes, which was outstanding guest spot by the way um which never would have led to his eventual arrest and and for him to be in a trash dumpster after everything he was as Saul Goodman and then to get caught in a trash dumpster that's kind of telling right that's kind of like not saying he's trash but kind of shows you you were never really as good as you thought you were and how low he got sunk, yeah yeah how yeah exactly so that 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 was that kind of made sense, I guess, in a way. Um, my biggest thing is at the end, when again, this is all spoiler alert, so just keep on skipping till you don't hear us talking about Better Call Saul. But he's in prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he's he's there basically for life. Kim shows up, and at one point, you know. I don't want to say she was looking homely, but she was trying not to draw attention to herself, trying not to be anything. And all of a sudden, she she now shows up at the prison in sky in not disguise, but, you know, in the role that she's his lawyer. And she's looking dressed up again and kind of got herself done up like she is a lawyer. And, you know, he kind of mentions it and she goes, oh, well, you know, my bar card didn't expire yet. And it's just the two of them talking with him in jail. And do you, do you think she went back to being a lawyer? I I can't think anybody would let her be a lawyer knowing what she was involved in. I, I well, let, let's, let's put it this way. I had, I had here, I had, I had two different thoughts and and let me, let me see what you think of these thoughts. And then you could tell what you thought. One of one part of me thinks she's becoming like the Saul Goodman. Because the way she was dressed up kind of flashy, I mean, that was even kind of a little flashy for Kim, right? She had on a really nice blouse, had her hair done up really good. I was like, whoa, Kim always dressed really, you know, straight laced and nothing, you know, particular crazy like. So I was kind of like, whoa, did she take on the Saul Goodman role?
1: I didn't see that. Okay.
0: Um, And then the other thought of me was this was really her just coming in and saying a final goodbye to him. And then she's gonna go back to Florida or whatever, you know, with her life. Although I don't know if she could do that. That's gotta be national news, right?
1: Well, well, so I think what um what couple of thing that jumped out at me was that um she was really bored with um
0: the sprinkler company
1: or whatever that fitting company yes.
0: was, right? Sprinkler company, yeah
1: and and but she still wants to be a lawyer because she still has that in her maybe like a true lawyer lawyer but her calling throughout the whole last season was helping the 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 people that are just 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 i mean they don't have the means to hire a good lawyer and when she went into that one little firm whatever like this little office lawyer and volunteered to to do that she really I think I think she was really enjoying herself. She was just filing stuff. She was making, you know, taking phone calls and stuff like that. She volunteered. And I think that she was really, you know, back to her what she does best. And, And and and. And I think you don't really have to be a lawyer to do that. Right. Because she doesn't have a she she hasn't passed her bar yet. Or like she not a true lawyer because she doesn't have a license to be a lawyer. But I think. She can help that one office to help the 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 folks that can't hire a lawyer. So so I think I think she might be just kind of like going back to her roots, maybe just kind of helping out the the folks that that needs help but can't but can't afford it. Um, but she, at the end, and she needed a way to talk to. Jimmy. And 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 she you know, like you say, she kind of conned her way into it. Uh, but I think I think that was her way of like, hey, thank you for doing what you did at the court and trying to like not really clear her name, but somehow take on most of the um 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 all, all like take on all the burden of what happened up to that point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point.
1: Um, but no, no, like like you know, uh, I think this is a really good way of ending it. It's kind of sad to see, uh, Jimmy, uh, um, Jimmy going away. We don't have any more of Jimmy, Miguel, no Kim Wexler, no Mike, no, no more, um, uh, Aaron Paul. It, so everything in this whole Breaking Bad. Um, better call Saul world is, I think it is that's it. That's it. There's no more, no more of those characters anymore.
0: Yeah, no, it's they're gonna be missed without a doubt. So,
1: yeah.
0: I don't know. And then, and then, it, I kind in a way, it's kind of cool because you kind of know then, looking at all the other characters from the show, and you're like, well, you already know what happened to all of them, right? Because of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, 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 it's kind of an easy way to see this show go, I guess, because there is closure. So I, I did like that. Yeah, definitely.
1: So. What did you compare? So what do you think of comparing the ending of uh, uh, Breaking Bad and comparing the ending of uh, Better Call Style? Do you do you prefer one or the other? Or has it been too far that it's hard wow. to compare?
0: Yeah. I, yeah. So at first, I thought I was going to say, you know, Breaking Bad would be a clear winner. But, kind of, you know, I guess in a way, he didn't give you a, a – he, di- he did and didn't give you a final episode of both shows because, like this one, like I said, he gave you the episode before the final one that showed everything Kim was doing. He gave you the one before that showing what was going on with his life after, you know, a certain time jump. Uh, Breaking Bad did the same thing. It took like two or three episodes before the final, final episode, you know. So there's the the second to last episode, and I think that's the one where Hank and Gomez were shot, um, which played huge parts in, in these final episodes of Better Call Saul because um, they brought in – I can't think of the actress, but the one who was Hank's wife, right? Oh, um, yeah. And showed her in those. Um, I <laughs> – and then I have, a, I'll, I'll say this, Breaking Bad ended in a way that at the time, I was like, but I want to know what happens to Jesse. And we got that in a movie, mm-hmm. you know, what, year or two later, two, three years later, four years later. I don't know how many years later it was, maybe four, four or five years later. So, we got that closure then. So... It's kind of hard for me now to say if I really liked that episode more than Better Call Saul because at the time, yeah, you knew Jesse was free and and you could imagine what happened. But you don't know, did did he really get caught? Did he really do this? Did he really do that? But now knowing and trying to compare it after we did have the movie, El Camino, I would say, oh, yeah, Breaking Bad had a great ending to it. At the time, I think I may have been a little mad and been like, but, but I want to know what happens with Jesse, (laughs) you know, I want to know what happens with Saul, that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Now with Better Call Saul, it's like, I know, I know the answers to everything and everybody. So I, you know, there's total closure and I Mm. like that total closure, I guess.
1: Mm.
0: So I, it, I almost have to go with Better Call Saul.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. I didn't
1: think of, I mean, like, um. It's been too long since yeah. Breaking Bad, um, but we did, like you said, we did get that one extra. Oh, it a movie, uh, yeah. El Camino, uh, to wrap it up. So, so if the showrunner had to make a movie to wrap up this show, then that last episode wasn't really the ending of the show, right? So, so so in that sense, and like you said, I think. Um, Better Call Saul had a better ending because all the storylines kind of tied up and 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 put a bow on it and it's done done. There's no more story to tell.
0: Yeah. Now. They could (laughs) they could if they want to milk milk the money train, come back with another Jesse movie and somehow tie him into Kim. I don't know. Uh, No, no, but that, no, that, no, that would ruin it. If they did that, that would so ruin it. Um, I mean, honestly, the only reason I think they did El Camino was because there were so many people wanting that same question. What really happened to Jesse? How did he come back from the torture and pain that was inflicted on him, you know, over a course of like a year or whatever. So I, yeah. And, you know, I don't know that maybe, I don't know. Maybe people do the same thing with Kim. They want to know what she's going to do now. But like you said, and, and maybe now it's just, you know, she's going to go back and do that, you know, volunteering somewhere, even if it's not the same law firm place or that same law place, something like that. And just mm-hmm. help in some way on her own and be a better person. And who knows? Right. right yeah. Yeah. But overall, oh, it was good. good, show, good I liked show. it. Yeah. So. Sad to see that one go. Great. Now we'll have to find something else. (laughs) All right. Uh, News and rumors. Go ahead. I have one,
1: and it's been a late edition. Uh, So, one of our favorite shows on Showtime, uh, Yellow Jacket, they just added Elijah Wood to season two's cast of cast of characters, and and Elijah Wood is supposed to play a citizen detective and i think that's kind of like a quote-unquote like a pi a private investigator right yeah and 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 he's supposed to be investigating misty uh who's played by christina ricci because you know misty and that whole character like she's something else she's just crazy um doing crazy things locking up that writer or like that um uh, uh, that the other PI in her basement in in San like, so, like I think Elijah Woods character is gonna be investigating her. So there's so so it's gonna be a a a modern day character because Misty is um played by Christina Ricci is the it's it's portrayed in the modern day, not on what happened on the island. So, so I'm excited to see how that's going to play out. I think the production of season two going to start at the end of the month. And typically a show like this will take about six months to, 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 to be, um, developed and finished up and wrapped up. So I think we might get season two early next year or mid next year. some around like, you know, spring, summertime of next year.
0: That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah would be cool to watch. Can't wait.
0: I'm 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 excited to see the other character the or the other actress I should say that they announced that's coming to the show, who is actually playing the grown up version of one of the characters from the flashbacks in the 90s.
1: I've been avoiding some of those, uh, just so that like. I want to see who's a new character coming in, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to if I, I want to like know who's gonna make it or not. You well,
0: know, but this is in the same article that you just posted the link to. I only read parts and pieces of like, okay. Then, then for you, I won't say nothing. Then I'll just oh. keep my mouth shut on that one because <laughs> there's one character that's from the past that I'm kind of surprised they're gonna make. Her come out in the present. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, I have on here one thing also, and it's actually a link to the trailer for the new Tim Burton series Wednesday. Um, and I think it's just called Wednesday, although it says Wednesday Adams. But it's based off the character of Wednesday Adams in the present day world. She's played by Jenny Ortega, who if you're a Disney Fan, she was the middle child on the Disney TV show called Stuck in the Middle, and she's been in a lot of things as of recent to shed that Disney fame. Um She was in the the recent Scream movie. Um, she was in another movie I saw called Fallout, which I talked about on here, which was about kids after a school shooting. Uh, God, she's been in a couple other things. Um. But anyways, she plays the, the the lead character of Wednesday Adams and the uh, <laughs> in the trailer to tell you how dark this is going to be. Oh, is, is did you watch the trailer? Have you seen the trailer?
1: I, I think I saw a trailer like the
0: original first trailer,
1: but not this updated trailer.
0: OK, so it just takes you through, uh, you know, looks like a high school and she's walking through and it talks about how. Mean kids can be and how brutal kids Can be and all that kind of stuff And she basically Walks into uh, The high school swimming Pool and there's the male Water polo team in there in the pool And I I don't remember all the conversation Of what's said And all of a sudden I think she just yells Out like hey or something like That and they all look at her and they all get This look of fright on her And you see her and she holds up two Bags of like piranhas (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she drops him in the pool Oh wow <laughs> And she says something like I, I can't remember the boy's name But it's obviously like The big douche Of the water polo team He shouldn't be around to bully people Or make fun of people or something like that And he's getting attacked by paradas So At first when I heard about this show I didn't think it was going to be like Horrorish Uh, like a horror series like i don't know like i i don't know i got a feeling i got a feeling and knowing tim burton's involved american horror story right yeah i got got that kind of feel to it and all of a sudden i was like whoa i wasn't expecting that i was thinking wednesday adams not bad at all okay um so yeah i this ought to be interesting
1: i i mean like if they th- if they need to like have a grown up version of this, Aubrey Plaza would be the perfect person to play that character. Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that w- that would be a good one.
1: Aubrey Plaza, I was like,
0: <laughs> uh. I uh, I do have to say though that they they, they show her parents, and Catherine Zeta Jones plays Morticia. I think it's Morticia, right? I think so. Yeah. Sounds um, better. what I did not necessarily go for was and oh by the way christina ricci does play a role in this show
1: oh she
0: played yeah who played wednesday in the movies OG the adam's wednesday. family movies
1: uh-huh.
0: um yeah catherine zeta jones plays morticia adams luis guzman plays gomez adams which he kind of i guess looks the part a little bit but he he's almost too freaky looking <laughs> like for me to be playing Gomez Adams. So I don't know. It's it, it's Tim Burton's world though. So you never know that dude.
1: Is this something that are you gonna be like, oh, it's a family show? Because this used to be a family show.
0: No, okay. this ain't no. Fa- I don't think this is a family show. I mean, back then, my it was a family my kids show, would be then. my kids would be interested in it just because of uh Jenna Ortega, right? That, I don't know, you know Yeah, I know you don't. But like I said, she was in Disney show. Yeah. So For that aspect of they'd be all about it But this is one that I, I have a feeling that I'm gonna have to watch to see Is it
1: yeah, no. <laughs> Freaky deaky no.
0: Tim Burton Or is this you know dark comedy Tim Burton Cause I don't know Cause like if you look at the like uh, What do you call it Like the, like the descriptors for it It says comedy, family, fantasy, horror so where does that put it i don't know
1: wasn't the og uh with christina ricci has wednesday
0: wasn't that those were family movies okay 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 yeah so those were I... dark scary horror movies those are funny ones yeah and and honestly then it shows that like the rest of the show is like she goes to a school for kids kind of like her and how she's dealing with coming up in the world and stuff so I could see where there's some comedy to it and some family sides to it, but I don't know. I, I don't know. It, I'll have to definitely watch it before I can say, are my kids going to watch this or no? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, crazy.
0: So. All right. Anything else news and rumors? That's it. it. All right. Moving on to movies watched. Uh, My family has finished the Harry Potter movies
1: wow all of them? yeah
0: all of them and they were good they they were they were they were, it was better than i thought i'll say that i'm not gonna say they were great movies that oh my god everybody's gotta watch them you know as, as big as the, what they were i get it i can understand it especially if you were fans of the books and you read the books and got hooked on the books i would get it totally understand um i think for kids you know 10, 11, 12 perfect movies for them to watch. I think it's, you know, it's a good, good set. You know I mean? You got eight movies there, you know, so you got a whole bunch you can go through and watch. Um, But yeah, to me, it was, it was good. Me and my wife both said, you know, they they were better than we thought and better than what we were expecting and they were good and we enjoyed it and it was great and it was nice, you know, family time to watch, sit there and watch movies together. And yeah, so yeah, really, yeah, good. I can't say they were great, but they were good. Awesome. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> what you got, Brian? <laughs> Um, The one movie to watch uh, was recently came out on BOD. Um, and uh, it was Prey. It was a latest addition to the Predator uh, franchise. And, and it takes place, I think it's in the 1700s when... The Native Americans uh, were were prominent in the Great Plains, and 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 um, they had to go up against a recent predator that landed on Earth. So so I mean like predator they have really good technology, um, and 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 they have a way of of hiding themselves and a lot of um, firepower that. native american in the 1700s don't have so it was a really interesting way of 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 how a native american was going to be able to take up or take on predator so it was really cool to watch that um i mean i don't i don't want to keep saying it but it's really grounded in a way because of how a native american can use their own technology to to take on a an alien species that that, that can fly, or well, that that have really good armor, that can hide themselves. Um, but it's a it's a darn good flick. I mean, if you like predators uh, movies, this is one of those ones that it's like, it's not like too long. I think it's an hour and a half, and it gets right into it. So so if 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 you guys are uh, predator fans, this is one of those ones that you might want to check out.
0: Hmm. All right. And the star of it is one of the stars of Roswell, New Mexico.
1: And, oh, what was that show called?
0: Oh, man. Uh oh. Uh oh. I lost track. Um, Legion. 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 Yeah, I heard she was in Legion. I never watched that show, but I heard she was in it.
1: Yeah. Yep. So she was really good in this.
0: Cool. Cool. Cool.
1: And that was it. I watched one movie.
0: Hey, one is better than none,
1: Brian. One is better than none.
0: <laughs> All right, moving on. News and rumors.
1: Um, I have yet to watch this yet, and I, and I think I'm gonna wait until it comes out. VOD and so Monday,
0: I, tomorrow. Oh, oh. As we record this on Sunday, it comes out. No, not tomorrow. Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday? Tuesday. That doesn't make sense. But I looked. I just heard about this, and I looked it up. It comes out Tuesday, but that's for sale, not. Um, for free. On
1: um, VOD though, right? VOD for sale. Not like uh, Blu-ray or anything like that, right? I, don't, I have no idea. I think it's VOD for sale. And then and then Blu-ray and DVD comes later. Um, but yeah. Top Gun Maverick, um, in the North American theater theatrical release, it just surpassed Avengers Infinity War on how much money they made. Isn't that crazy? In COVID world. Now, this movie in, made more well, money in North America. In, 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 in,
0: in, in what, yeah, okay. So Uh-oh. when you, now which did Infinity War make more than Endgame?
1: Um, no, so so I do have the I do have the top ten. Okay. So, so um, the top ten, non-adjusted, meaning we're not adjusting for inflation and all this stuff. It just hard-earned, gross North American uh, theatrical release. Top ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through them. Number one, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Number two, Avengers: Endgame. Three, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Four, Avatar then Black Panther, then Top Gun Maverick, then Avenger Infinity War, Titanic, Jurassic World, and Roundout Top 10. Number 10 is Avengers. Uh. So this is number six, Top Gun Maverick, um, and, and it surpassed Infinity War, titanic which is crazy but that's not adjusted right um yeah i mean like i can't believe it in post-covid world where people are still kind of leery not everybody's you know down to going to theaters um like it was before but yet it still made this much money it has to be was it people just star for the content or is it this good or or is it that good the original was good
0: though, man. That was a good movie. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked you didn't go to the theater to see it because you were talking much smack. I know a year ago that when this, this is the one movie that's going to take me to theater, this is the one movie that's going to take me to theater, this is the one right. movie that's going to take me to theater. So I'm surprised you didn't go see it.
1: I am too because, well, because I'm, I'm like, hmm. I. If I go watch it, I want to see it in IMAX at the local IMAX. They like the true IMAX, which is at Henry Ford Museum, where we are at uh, in Southeast Michigan. If you, I think the true, true IMAX is at Henry Ford Museum. Mm -hmm. And I looked it up. I don't think Henry Ford Museum, IMAX Theater had this movie. I don't know why it didn't, but it did not.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question.
1: Um, so, so like, and in without that, I didn't want to go to like the local kind of like just a run of the mill feeder, yeah, with the IMAX. I don't think
0: that's a true IMAX, yeah. No, I get that. I uh, I did look it up, so yes, so Tuesday you can buy it digitally on Paramount Plus, and I think it's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. November is when you can get the 4K Ultra HD and Blu ray versions in the store. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm.
0: And I would assume at that point, maybe sooner, you might be able to watch it for free on Paramount Plus. But you had to subscribe
1: to Paramount Plus. Yes. Okay.
0: So not only do you have to, not only can you go there to buy it, but you also have to subscribe to Paramount Plus. Oh, jeez. It. So it's kind of like the Disney Plus, and then you pay extra. What? Yeah. So yeah, I guess I'll be waiting till November. <laughs> I I I don't know. I tried it. I, so last when we at one point thought we were gonna be watching the show last night, I tried to sell the kids. So my one daughter, some she's got a, a friend, you know they're ten years old, and he, uh, her friend went and saw a Top Gun Maverick. And was telling her about it. And he mentioned some song in the movie. I don't even know. I'd have to look up the name of the song. Actually it's on this one article here. I was looking at. But anyhow, how. Um, she liked the song. And when she went and watched the. Music video for the song. It showed scenes from the movie. Top Gun Maverick. What and song this is, is her, it? Huh, what's that? What
1: song is it though?
0: I don't know, man. It's, it's, I, th- so, I think it might be. I ain't worried by One Republic. I think that may be it.
1: Oh, oh! Isn't that like they didn't redo any of the OG songs, right? No,
0: no, it did I think Danger Zone is in the movie though? But not Berlin. Oh man! No, <laughs> come on! Bring back <laughs> and, Berlin. <laughs> anyhow, anyhow. Um. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I I think it's, I ain't worried by one Republic. Anywho, it, sh- it showed things and she was like, you know, dad, you know, I think I might want to see this movie. looks like it's a love story, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I'm sure there's some love story too, but it, you know, it's part of a famous movie, blah, blah, blah. I'm telling her about it. And she's like, yeah, who's this actor? And I was like, that's Tom Cruise. And she's like, he's a good looking actor, dad. I'm like, he's old, honey. So I had to look it up and I'm like, he's 60. He's 60 years old.
1: And she's like, and what? Doing and crazy said, stunts.
0: Yeah. And and I said, he does a bunch of crazy stunts. And I said, and in this movie, he's playing like a 40 year old. I'm like, you know, he's he's probably, I'm assuming in the movie playing, you know, somebody our age, probably mid well, my age, mid forties. Um, because if you think about it, he was probably mid twenties. And this was sp- Well, I mean, I know it's been like 30 some years since the movie was out, but I think the movie supposedly takes place 20 some years later because Rooster was a kid in the first movie. Now, who's probably in his own mid to late 20s, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, they have to, you know, I got to think about this. The first movie came out, what, 86? 84, 86, one of those. Wow. So, does that, is that ever mentioned in the movie? And then is today's date ever mentioned in the new movie? Because then that would make no sense at all, right?
1: Um. Well, I mean, like the planes that they have. I mean, it, it'll... Should it'll date
0: it. Should write. date it. Right,
1: right. Because yeah. they, there's so nobody, much technology that they nobody, can present. Nobody
0: tried to figure that out, did they? Oh, man. Yeah, how about that? I just blew a hole and now I don't even want to see the movie. No, I'm just oh, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, anyhow, all of a sudden she, she's like all excited about Tom Cruise. So anyways, last night I tried to, to coerce the family into, well, you know, if you want to see Top Gun Maverick, maybe we should watch the original Top Gun. And she at first was kind of into it. She's like, well, is there a lot of fighting in that we're like, well, no, it's, it's planes. Like, oh, Okay. And my wife was kind of like hesitant. She goes, I "I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, I guess, watching it again. And then my one daughter, she wasn't even in the room yet. The other daughter was there. She's like, I am not watching that movie. No, not watching it. Not doing it. No, no, no. I was like, all right. Well, we got one that says, no, I'm not going to have everybody. (laughs) I'm not going to force people to watch it. So I was like, "Okay, well, we'll we'll, we'll save that for another time. (laughs) And it moved on. But that's uh, yeah.
1: So they don't know who Tom Cruise is? No. I guess Tom Cruise doesn't make child movies.
0: No, exactly, dude. They're ten. They have no clue who he is. They're like, what would I have seen him in before? And I was like, uh nothing. (laughs) I was like, so what about the mummy? Nothing. The mummy? I have not seen the mummy. That looks stupid.
1: No. No.
0: No, Uh, he doesn't even do like voices right he doesn't even do voice acting oh wow so yeah there's nothing they would have seen that he'd been in huh yeah
1: i guess not because like these are all like
0: he does action movies
1: oblivion no that's an action movie no yeah yeah i guess (laughs) i guess not I, i i never thought about
0: yeah they have no clue tom cruise is they're like, huh? Who's this guy?
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess not. Man. That's crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Nope. So yeah, no. Nope. All right. Anything else? That's it. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this week, everyone. If you want to leave us feedback, remember it's the PTR Show at gmail.com or on Twitter at the PTR Show.
1: If you like us, subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and spread the words to your friends and family for the PTR show. I'm Brian.
0: And I'm Dan. And this was the Primetime Review Podcast.
1: See ya. Nerds out.